Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Scott with you, 12.07, the day after uh, the Premier Jason Kenney and uh, the province comes out with, uh, you nailed it, um, well, uh, a very uh, challenging uh, set of uh, new province-wide COVID-19 restrictions uh, to take place, and it's going to tie back into hockey. I know that uh, Bill Daly today uh, did an availability in Chicago, the NHL Deputy Commissioner. He says that by the time the season gets started, 98% of NHL players uh, will be fully vaccinated. Uh it's his belief there will be 15 or fewer players that uh, will be unvaccinated and they will receive considerably more difficult and more uh, challenging scenarios to deal with uh, as players during the course of the season. So uh, it's going to be uh, something to watch uh, for as the season goes on. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex by Alicia Next Office Network Printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Was down at Oilers Rookie Camp this morning. We're going to have some thoughts on that. Uh, in the Oilers Audio Vault as well, where we'll hear from uh, Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Uh, the man running the practices down at rookie camp is Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft, as well as a guy who's physically filled out. He looks like a man amongst boys out there, Dmitry Samarukov as well. And we'll also, on today's edition of Oilers Now, have a guy who uh, willed his way to a National Hockey League career and for the last several years has been the Washington Capitals uh, analyst, Alan May, at 12.35 today. At 1.05 to talk about how his league is going to deal with uh, 
sort of the challenges in and around COVID and the pandemic and playing in two different countries. Former Edmonton Oilers assistant GM, former general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, AHL president and CEO Scott Housen at 105 today. And at 135, one of my two Oilers radio play-by-play partners, Cam Moon. Again, this is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Live entertainment back April Wine Rocks the House Saturday night. Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band taking the stage October 29th. Details at RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us on our Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. You can get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott. Brendan at two E's. Escott with two T's. Brendan, I know you grew up in Kamloops. Uh, how many of your friends reached out after um, watching uh, yesterday's presser? with the uh, province of Alberta because it does tie back into sports. Uh, we know that, and I'm going to get to that momentarily on how it may or may not affect things uh, carrying forward potentially for the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Oil Kings. But I know I got lots of calls, especially from some of the media out east. Did you get any from uh, uh, some of your acquaintances? Yeah, either they're not politically informed or they don't care, I guess. No, my phone was silent. <laughs> well, well, that's because uh, I, I got a lot of calls right now. Uh, well, calls last night and people just saying, Bob, what's going on in your province, Man. And I, I like Alberta. And, uh, it's it's uh, Alberta currently is at a full vaccination rate of 71.4%. Canada, full vaccination rate of 78.9%. These are hard stats for you. You heard Dr. Dina Henshaw yesterday. She referenced that uh, while the majority of the cases um, are in the cities, the reality of the situation is per capita, there's a considerably higher rate uh, of uh, positive cases and case rates in uh, rural Alberta communities uh, who have been a huge part of the success of this province, historically speaking. I think we all know that. Just to put things a little bit in perspective in Edmonton, uh, Rutherford, which is South Edmonton, has an 85.6% full vaccination rate. Twin Brooks is at 84% full vaccination rate. West Jasper Place, which is the west end of the city, 83.6%. Uh, St. Albert is at 82.1%. Sherwood Park is at 81.8%. Again, the province is at 71.4%. All five of those uh, districts, and this information is all available on Alberta Health's website, they're all 10% higher than the provincial average. All you have to do if you want to really dig into where some of the challenges that we're having are occurring to the point right now that we're having to fly some people in uh, to the bigger centers that have got the worst cases, the sort of ICU-bound scenarios dealing uh, with uh, COVID right now. Uh, all you need to do is just go take a look on the provincial website and do some digging. And unfortunately, over the course of the last 16 months, we've spent a lot of time uh, on that front. we got to get more people vaccinated. That's all there is to it. Uh, there's a solution to get back to normal in the discussion. So... What does this all mean potentially uh, based upon some of the new restrictions put in place? Uh, Yesterday, there was a restriction exemption program. That was the term that Jason Kenney deployed, basically putting it upon uh, private sector organizations, companies to 
install sort of their own uh, structure and process in place in order to uh, operate. And on that front, uh, we, we will tell you, you know this, if you're an Oilers fan out there right now and you want to go to games, uh, what we'll tell you is that uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group uh, remain diligent in doing everything possible to ensure that they have a safe and welcoming venue when we get started in preseason action on the 28th. The uh, Oilers Entertainment Group's already announced mandatory vaccinations are going to be uh, the proof of mandatory uh, vaccinations will be required or a negative COVID test for fans, and they'll have numerous other safety protocols. Uh, in place. So, unfortunately, this remains part of the storyline. As much as we'd like to sit here and talk about third-line options for the ECHL, uh, we have a bigger issue. And the bigger issue is we got to find a way to get more people vaccinated and find a way to get decreasing amounts of people in ICU. And again, just for some perspective for you, because I've kept the numbers for the last 16 months on a daily basis, or at least Monday through Friday over the last several months because they've stopped producing the numbers on Saturdays and Sundays. As per the Alberta Health website, on August the 3rd, Edmonton had eight people in ICU and 27 people in the hospital. As of yesterday, we're up to 93 people in ICU and 303 people in the hospital, in Edmonton area hospitals. Um, In Edmonton proper, there's 3,543 active cases. In the Edmonton Health Zone, which encapsulates surrounding areas, over 5,400. So there's some numbers for you. You can take it any way you want. Um, again, there's a solution. We can all figure it out. And it's interesting with the, with the players. I mean, Bill Daly's saying the players are at 98%. He expects them to be at 98% fully vaxxed for the upcoming uh, season, which I think is going to be higher than uh, the National Football League and the NBA. Uh, and, and, Brendan, if we read between the lines of what's happened here with the league and the agreement that was in place between the NHL and the NHLPA and a little bit of an amendment to the CBA, they've kind of made it pretty obvious, haven't they? Either you're vaccinated or it's going to be really challenging for you to play, especially given that we have border challenges and border restrictions. And it's not getting better right now as it stands. So I think, yeah, it's time for these players who aren't vaccinated to take a long, hard look at what the reality could be for them this season. It doesn't sound very fun. Well, and the other thing is players have a very short shelf life. So you might want to be a libertarian or you might want to be a guy that sits there and I don't believe the government on this and that, but they've got a limited time to play. And a lot of their other... uh, brethren on the Players Association have gone the other route to the tune of about 98% expected at the start of the season. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. Edmonton Oilers rookie camp started today. Uh, Broberg and Samarukov in particular noticeable on the back end. The Oilers have a big defense. Nima Linen's a big left shot guy, 6'5". Kesseling six foot six, Kemp six foot three. They're both righties. Broberg six foot four and a half. Samarukov looks like a tank. It's about six foot three and a half. This is very exciting if you're an Oilers fan that they've got this wave of young defensemen emerging. As we go into the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Oilers General Manager Ken Holland on Philip Broberg and Dmitry Samarukov transitioning to the NHL or to North America, to North America this year. 
Yes, I mean, they're both here to stay. They're, they're both going to be in North America. Um, I mean, I'm anxious to watch both in, in uh, the rookie and the, in the, the preseason games. I would anticipate today uh, Sam Rukov got cleared um, to play. Um, you know, so obviously he's going to, Sammy can play some games uh, or will play games. I'm anxious to see where he's at. He was playing very well in the um, KHL and obviously got hurt you know, early early to mid January, so hasn't played hockey since since January. But you know, he's had a, two years of pro under his belt, one year in Bakersfield, half a year, I guess, in uh, in the KHL, and and certainly excited about to see where Broberg's at. And I think that um, I'm anxious to watch, like everybody else. Certainly, you know, do, can they force their way onto the Edmonton Oilers roster, or do they got to go down to the American League and uh, and play and kind of continue the development into NHL defensemen? That's what we got to. We got to find out, but they're both here to stay in North America. And again, I'm operating under the context of the following seven defensemen will be at Edmonton this season: Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry, most likely pa- paired together. Duncan Keith, along with Cody Cece, one of either Slater Cuckoo or Chris Russell with Evan Bouchard. Those seven D up in the NHL. That means William Lagason, who clear has to clear waivers, and I do expect him to clear. Conversely, at forward, I'm not sure Tyler Benson will end up clearing. Uh, but I think lots of teams sort of have that tweener age. Uh, D-man, and the fact that Lagason is on a one-way deal may scare off some teams uh, that are unsure. And just so the listeners are aware, uh, recently Cooper Marodi signed an, an extension. He too has to clear waivers, just signing a one-year deal. But he's only 150,000 bucks in the AHL. So if a team claims him and plays him on their team, gives him a run for a month, and then they say, well, he's not good enough to play in the NHL, they put him back on the farm. He's only costing them $150,000 if he's playing in the A. Whereas a guy like William Lagason, well, he's making his NHL money, uh, which is, uh, well, the minimum is over seven. I think he's at 800K. Um, so... I have Lagason in the minors. I have Broberg and Sam Marukov and Nimalina. Those guys are all left shots. There's going to be competition there. I do expect Broberg and Sam Marukov to see significant playing time. And then on the right side, you've got Berglund and you've got Kesserling and you've got Kemp. They're all under NHL contracts. And the guy that played the best of anybody on the right side last year's season we're on was uh, DeArnay, and he's on an AHL deal. So there's going to be four right shot guys, and they're all big. DeHarnay's 6'6", so they got some big bodies on the back end for sure. As for uh, Dmitry Samarukov, again, who's clearly filled out a bit, coming off a shoulder injury last year, went plus 24 in 48 games in the American Hockey League. Samarukov had these comments on developing first in the OHL, uh, then in the KHL. Uh, He spent a year in the AHL, and now he's most likely going back to the American Hockey League. Well, first of all, it's great when you're coming to play, you know, in an OHL, you learn this Canadian kind of style game, and then uh, you're coming, you can do pretty much everything in junior league, so you're coming hype, hyped, right, in uh, pro hockey, so this where this is time where you need to learn how to be a professional hockey player, so, and I think... Uh, uh, if some people say I was struggle in the HL, I'm I'm pretty happy with that comment because I, I was really learning a lot. So this gave me a boost for next year. You know that's that's our plan, right? We're trying to be better every year. So I feel uh, Dave Mass and Jay Woodcroft did a great job with uh, you know develop. They know what they're doing, and uh, I was happy with a 
my back home coaches, they because they played in NHL too, they know what's at stake and great to be an NHL guy. So I couldn't be happier with the coaches I had, and uh, you know, we'll just keep improving. All right, that is Dmitry Samarukov. As for Jay Woodcroft, he was running practice today. Uh, clearly has a very. Uh, He's got command. He's he's in his wheelhouse now. No question about that after spending years. Came up, started off as a video coach, then became an assistant, then became an associate, went to Bakersfield uh, at the start of the 18-19 season. done a real good job there. Always credits Dave Manson for the development of uh, a lot of the Oilers' young defense prospects. Uh, Jay Woodcroft had these comments on the importance of balancing development for the players as opposed to creating a winning culture in the American Hockey League. About three years ago when our staff went down there, we talked a lot about uh, how our most important job was to develop players for our parent club, the Edmonton Oilers, and uh, how how that guides everything that we do. Um, but we also felt that you could do so in a, in a winning environment. We thought you could marry the two concepts uh, of development and winning. And, uh, you know... It, as important as it is to ingrain certain habits and ingrain certain skills in our younger players, things like passing and shooting and decision-making and puck management, all that kind of stuff is all very important. They're all skills. But we've said right from the beginning that winning is a skill too. And we wanted our younger players to learn the skill of winning at the American Hockey League level so that when their time came to play in the National Hockey League, they had that experience to draw on. Um, We've been very fortunate uh, to be the benefactors of some good hockey players and good human beings uh, that have come through the program. And uh, we're proud of uh, how far some of those younger guys have come. All right, that is Jay Woodcroft. And I think the general consensus is that he's done a pretty good job in his role of developing the players. A lot of people think he's going to be... uh, uh, He's going to be the next... uh, could be the next head coach of the Edmonton Oilers down the road. I mean, he's already worked with several of the players. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. It's 1223 at Edmonton. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We come back in orders now. We'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer and Brendan S. Scott with you on orders now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chad. 
right, welcome back, everybody. 1224 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you again. Coming up today, 1235, Washington Capitals color analyst Al May. At 105 today, AHL president, CEO Scott Housen, of course, uh, had two stints, two tours of duty with the Oilers organization, basically an assistant GM role, and was also the GM of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Cam Moon. 22 years as the play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels, and now he is stuck with Jack and me in the show. Without further ado, uh, we should mention, uh, starting up again in October, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, I see the uh, Canadian Power Pack vehicles uh, as the LRT extensions getting uh, built along 75th Street uh, here in Edmonton on my drive from uh, the arena back to the Chorus Building, the city's outside. Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Kevin Weeks uh, will be joining us every Thursday for Canadian Power Pack as we bring aboard Brendan Escott for NHL Today. For friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products and awards all created in-house. Shop local, ElitePromoMarketing.com. Maple Leafs will host the Buffalo Sabres in the NHL's Heritage Classic game March 13th, 2022 at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. That's where the Tiger Cats play, of course. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, uh, he mentioned that the salary cap could well rise a million dollars next season up to $82.5 million. Friend of the show, Mike Fuda, is now a senior consultant in Carolina to GM Don Waddell. He was a longtime executive with the uh, Los Angeles Kings, of course, winning two Stanley Cups before a brief stint as an analyst on Sportsnet. Oil Kings still have that road series uh, with the Saskatoon Blades tomorrow night and Saturday, and the U of A Golden Bears entertaining Mount Royal University tomorrow at the Claire Drake, the rematch in Calgary on Saturday. Now, I know that I was listening to uh, Eileen Bell's uh, or uh, to the news updates, I think it was Randy Kilburn before noon. Uh, anyhow, it sounds like the uh, University of Alberta has gone uh, along with Grant McEwen do they still call it Grant McEwen or is it McEwen University? I, anyhow, uh, bottom line is uh, those two institutions have gone back online here. I'm hoping, Cam and myself are hoping to go see the Golden Player Bears play Mount Royal tomorrow. So hopefully we're still able to go. You, uh, In order to uh, go into the venues, any place on campus at the university these days, you have to be uh, fully uh, vaccinated. And that's going to be part of the storyline uh, story when we bring Al May coming uh, up as well, just in terms of... What appears to be fairly overt segregation uh, from the, uh, uh, you know, in terms of the relationship between the NHL and the NHL uh, PA carrying forward. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be crazy because you know part of being a team is you want to be a team. You want to have everybody all involved. Again, you can text us at any time seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Here we go. Uh, I hope you're right about William Lagason, Bob. I like this kid. Is this uh, the last year of Samarukov uh, being able to clear waivers? Yes, I believe it is. I'll have to check on that. I'm pretty sure that this is the final year of his ELC. So off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, we'll hook up with Alan May. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.